What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today. Democrats and Republicans are holding their primaries today. Some Muslims in Michigan are planning to vote uncommitted in response to President Biden's support for Israel in the Gaza war. Governor Gretchen Whitmer was asked to weigh in on that. I respect everyone's ability to make a statement in this primary, but I am encouraging people to consider voting affirmatively for President Biden. He has shown up for Michigan. He has uh, fought for our democratic rights, our reproductive rights, our ability to compete with the rest of the world by onshoring supply chains. And Michigan's benefited greatly because of his leadership. The polls will close at 8 p.m. There are a few local school millage renewals also on the ballot. Meanwhile, Michigan's first ever experience with early voting is in the books. Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson shared the numbers today. She says absentee voting was much more common than people showing up to a polling place in person and voting early. Over this initial nine-day early voting period all across the state, more than 78,000 Michigan citizens turned out to exercise this particular new option. Close to 20,000 of those votes were cast in the final weekend. And the highest turnout day was yesterday, Sunday, the last day, the 25th of February, where more than 11,000 citizens participated in early voting. Combined with 927,000 absentee ballots that were submitted ahead of today's election, Benson says 13% of Michigan's active registered voters have already cast their ballots. Southwest Michigan has enjoyed some temperatures in the 70s this week, only for a drop into the 20s to be in the forecast for tonight into tomorrow morning. National Weather Service meteorologist Nathan Marcelli told us today storms out in the northwest are partly to blame. Just that system moving in from the west has a cold front associated with it, a very sharp cold front that will cause the sharp drop in temperatures. Marcelli said a 50-degree temperature drop is pretty severe, but don't worry. The good news is it's not going to be a very long-lived shot of cold air. It should modify to the mid-40s by Friday and probably into the 50s by Saturday, and then even warmer for the second half of the weekend. Marcelli was expecting at most about an inch of snow in some areas close to Lake Michigan. A bigger concern, he says, is the possibility of hail and wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Make sure to keep all your devices charged just in case of a power outage. Will the weather we've had this week cause damage to fruit crops? It was 72 degrees in Benton Harbor this afternoon, only for the temperature to fall tonight. MSU Extension fruit educator Bill Shane tells us he doesn't believe there's been enough warm weather to cause the fruit to bud just yet. Obviously, warm weather at this point pushes us closer to bud swell, but it's not uncommon for us to have some of these warm spells. Looking at the forecast for the next day, Shane said he would only be really worried if the temperatures get into the teens. Probably temperatures that are in the 20s are not a problem at this point. If we go a few more days like this, I may change my opinion, but until we really run the buds in the chamber, we don't know for sure. Shane says they'll do that testing on the fruit trees around the end of the week or early next week. He said each type of fruit requires a certain number of hours for warm weather before it starts to bud, and so far he doesn't think the crops in southwest Michigan are in danger. Michigan reported its first case of measles since 2019 this week as a child in Oakland County was diagnosed with the illness after traveling. 
Berrien County Health Officer Guy Miller tells us when measles cases pop up, they're almost always among those who have not been vaccinated. So how is Berrien County's measles vaccination rate? Measles is part of the childhood vaccine series. It's the measles, mumps, rubella. So it's typically referred to as MMR. And by 18, you should have had two doses of that vaccine. And we've been kind of sitting right around 85% for the past couple of years, which is, according to CDC, lower than what you want to have that really strong herd immunity. They want 95%. Miller says he suspects the real number in Berrien County is a bit higher than 85%, but the data is only as good as what can be collected. He says the vaccination rates for some illnesses among children have been down in recent years, partly because of politics and partly because of vaccine hesitancy. However, Miller says the best way to protect your child or other children is to follow the recommendations for vaccinations. The health department has information on the recommended schedule at its website. A report released this week shows the number of pedestrian deaths has increased in Michigan in the last five years. The analysis from the Governor's Highway Safety Association says there were 74 people hit and killed by cars and trucks in the first half of last year in Michigan. Spokesperson Adam Snyder says it's up from 63 deaths in 2022. There was was an increase in Michigan, but uh, Michigan is not alone. A number of other states have seen increases. And looking back at the past decade, uh, it, it's clear we have a pedestrian safety crisis on our roads. Uh, pedestrian deaths just in the first half of the year are up 58 percent over the past 10 years. Snyder said the group recommends safe speeds, safe vehicles and better enforcement to address the problem. And coming up next Friday will be a sign of spring in downtown St. Joseph. St. Joe Today's Daniel Crevier tells us March mannequins will take place from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Friday. She invites everyone to come downtown and check out the live displays and shop windows. Participating locations either do their own window or partner with an area business or organization, and they get mannequins, friends and family and employees to stand perfectly still for about an hour and a half. So we pick a theme each year. This year's theme is musicians and bands, and then they kind of they go with that. Gravier says the theme ought to result in some creative displays. We've got anywhere from, of course, Taylor Swift to the Beatles. We've got Stevie Nicks, the Spice Girls. So we've got quite a wide variety. Downtown businesses are encouraged to stay open late for March mannequins, and there could be special deals in shops. People can check out their favorite live mannequins and vote. The top three will receive bragging rights and prizes. Gravier notes the next day, next Saturday, will feature the Spring Artisan Fair at the Union Social Event Venue at 216 Court Street. That'll feature the products of several Southwest Michigan artisans for sale. The event will run from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. next Saturday. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues. Congressional leaders appear hopeful they could avoid a partial government shutdown later this week as they left a meeting with President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris at the Oval Office today. ABC's Karen Travers has the latest. The White House says President Biden emphasized the urgent need for Congress to approve new funding for Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called it one of the most intense meetings he's ever had in the Oval Office and described a pressure campaign on House Speaker Mike Johnson to bring up for a vote the Senate-passed bill that has $60 billion for Ukraine. The five of us, the president, the vice president, Leader McConnell, Speaker uh, Leader Jeffries, and myself, made it so clear how vital this was to the United States. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Chatbots are spitting out fabricated and misleading information that risks disenfranchising voters leading up to the 2014 U.S. election. That's according to a report published today based on the findings of artificial intelligence experts and a bipartisan group of election officials. 
Fifteen states and one territory will hold Democratic and Republican presidential nominating contests next week. Super Tuesday and millions of people are already using AI-powered chatbots to search for basic information like about the voting process. The report found chatbots have answers, but they're prone to suggesting voters head to inexistent polling places or inventing responses. Some chatbot companies say they're refining their models. It's still too soon to say if U.S.-led talks to broker a Gaza ceasefire and hostage release deal will succeed. There's certainly momentum, and the sides are showing some flexibility after a new draft was generally agreed upon after meetings in Paris last weekend. But both Israel and Hamas have not officially signed off on the deal, although Jerusalem's indicated it would if Hamas does. There are still outstanding issues regarding the Israeli army's redeployment and the language of the long-term goals that would satisfy both sides. More from ABC's Jordana Miller in Jerusalem. President Biden's remarks on reaching a Gaza ceasefire and hostage release deal by next Monday appear overly optimistic. Sources telling ABC News the comments were surprising to the office of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Israeli leaders say gaps remain as they wait for Hamas's official response to the latest draft. And a Hamas official calling the president's remarks, quote, premature. The White House pushing for a deal by Ramadan, which begins in a little more than 10 days on March 10th. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. The killing of nursing stu- a nursing student in Georgia has become an issue in the 2024 presidential campaign. The suspect in last week's slaying of Lake and Riley is a Venezuelan man who entered the U.S. illegally and was allowed to stay to pursue his immigration case. Former President Donald Trump blamed President Joe Biden and his border policies for the Augusta University student's fatal beating. He and other Republicans have suggested migrants are committing crimes more often than U.S. citizens, even though the evidence does not back that up. Democrats have been more muted. Many expressed sorrow for Riley's death. Some have accused Trump of exploiting a tragedy and using xenophobic rhetoric for political gain. Voters in Michigan heading to the polls in the first critical swing state primary. President Biden is facing some opposition here in Michigan, with many voters furious over his support for Israel and his inability to produce a ceasefire in Gaza. More from ABC's Zorin Saw in Detroit on voters there. One thing that's really interesting is I haven't seen one Arab or Muslim person in this area. We know they are a big part of the story, but a lot of the people we've been speaking to are people outside of that community who have really strong feelings. So why are they upset? Well, they want to see fire. That's why they want the president to call for the people who are voting uncommitted. And they also want to see uh, fewer deaths and injuries. Right now, there's about 100,000 deaths and injuries in Gaza, according to the Hamas-run health ministry and they're incredibly frustrated seeing those numbers. The U.S. Army is slashing the size of its force by about 24,000, which is nearly 5%. The cuts will mainly be in already empty posts, not actual soldiers. It's also restructuring to be better able to fight the next major war. The changes come as the Army struggles with recruiting shortfalls that have made it impossible to bring in enough soldiers to fill all the jobs. The cuts include jobs related to counterinsurgency that swelled during the Iraq and Afghanistan wars but are not needed as much today. About 3,000 of the cuts would come from Army Special Operations Forces. A group of senators led by Senator Tammy Duckworth and Patty Murray are demanding a vote on a bill to federally protect in vitro fertilization and other fertility treatments. More from ABC's Ike Giochi in Washington. Senator Tammy Duckworth says the Access to Family Building Act, first introduced in 2022, establishes a statutory right for people to access assisted reproductive technology. Senator Duckworth says the Alabama Supreme Court ruling is based on extreme ideology and not medical science. The very people who claim to be defending family values are actively trying to enact policies that would actually prevent Americans from creating those families. Senator Duckworth's bill was blocked by 
Senate Republicans back in 2022. Ike ABC News, Washington. The scene in classrooms around the country is similar. Kids are on their phones, even when school rules forbid it. Teachers say they see students on Snapchat listening to music and even watching Netflix in class, among countless other examples of how smartphones distract from teaching and learning. Increasingly, educators are speaking with one voice on the question of how to handle it. They're saying ban phones during classes. A growing number of leaders at the state and federal levels have begun endorsing school cell phone bans and suggesting new ways to curb access to the devices. And Macy's is planning to close more than 100 stores nationwide as it shifts its focus toward what it hopes will be a more profitable future. More from Macy's Sherry Preston. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale now. If your Mother's Day plans traditionally revolved around getting her gifts at Macy's, you might have to either pay more or look elsewhere. The company plans to close about 150 underperforming stores over the next three years to instead concentrate on the luxury market, which has been outperforming regular Macy's stores. The company also owns Bloomingdale's and the cosmetics chain Blue Mercury. Macy's says it'll open up more of those locations in the coming months. Sherry Preston, ABC News.